Coming up next on the Pod Wheels Network, you'll hear The Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. This edition of The Highway to Hope will feature a touching story of owner-operator Howard Salmon. As you'll hear, even as Howard and his family face the realities of a terminal cancer diagnosis for their young son Liam, they're finding ways to give back to SEF. Here's a preview. St. Christopher's contacted and said, would you like to? And I said, yes, I will be honored to help out. I know that there's been a lot of help from people. It's just what they call payback. It comes around. Somebody does something nice for you. You got to return the favor. I would at least have my son's picture out there for everybody to see how special a little boy is. Sorry, it's hard. I was honored to do this and I couldn't wait to help out. St. Christopher's has been generous with us. The second the program actually hit a few days ago, I took my son to our local TA and it was just fantastic. I never in my life, I don't ask for anything from anybody. I've always given out. Well, I tell you what, didn't expect it to happen, but when it happened to my family, St. Christopher's was there. I got to be very thankful for that. Welcome back to The Highway to Hope, the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. Thanks for connecting with us again here on the Pod Wheels Network. The SCF Highway to Hope podcast is dedicated to placing a spotlight on the important work being done every week of the year by the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. As we mentioned at the top of the podcast, we'll be introducing you to Howard Salmon, a veteran owner-operator who's been a longtime supporter of SCF, dating back to the organization's earliest days. Early this year, Howard and his family encountered their own time of need when his young son Liam needed to go to the doctor. As you'll hear during the podcast, Howard received the worst possible news with Liam's diagnosis. Suddenly, Howard, Liam, and their family were faced with an aggressive form of brain cancer that has no cure. While doing all that they can for Liam, Howard and his family also want to give back to SCF. An accomplished musician as well as a successful owner-operator, Howard shared his incredibly touching story with SCF Highway to Hope podcast host Shannon Courier. As our listeners know, Shannon serves as Director of Philanthropy and Development for SCF. Shannon is joined on the podcast once again by Greg Thompson, the executive producer of the Pod Wheels Network. Shannon and Howard connected to the Pod Wheels Network studios through Zoom audio. As you'll hear, Shannon and Greg caught up with Howard as he took a break from his first delivery run in several months. Now let's hand it off to Shannon Courier and Greg Thompson for our SCF Highway to Hope interview. Hello again, everybody. Greg Thompson from the Pod Wheels Network back with you on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast. Joined once again by Shannon Courier, the Director of Philanthropy and Development for SCF and our host of the Highway to Hope podcast. Shannon, it's great to be back with you on the podcast. We've got a very special episode today. Hey, Greg, it's great to be back with you again on this next podcast. We do have a very special story to share. Our last podcast, if you all listened in, you know that we talked with Patty Delmonico from Travel Centers of America, and we talked about their new Be a Champion of Change Change Roundup program that is going on with Travel Centers of America locations across the country. If you had the opportunity to stop at any of the locations and round up your change, you've likely seen signs on the desk, you've likely seen window clings, and you've probably seen on some social media posts 
our face of this program, and that is Howard and Liam Salmon. And they are just a very special family. And today we are talking to Howard. We're going to talk about his time in the industry. We're going to talk about his son, Liam. And we're going to talk about why they wanted to be involved with St. Christopher Fund, and in particular, this Be a Champion of Change program. Shannon, you and I talked about Howard and Liam at the end of our last podcast, and this is our 10th podcast, if you can believe it or not, folks. 10 podcasts now. I'm so thrilled that SCF and the Podwheels Network is able to bring this very special story to everyone. And Shannon, Howard is with us now, so why don't you introduce him? Yes, we're excited to welcome Howard today to share their testimony, share their story. Very special family. They are very dear to our hearts. Howard, we'd like to welcome you to the show today. How are you? Thank you very much for having me. I greatly appreciate being on here. Howard, tell us a little bit. We want to kind of start at the beginning. We want to go back to how you got started in the trucking industry, what your career in the industry has been like. We kind of want to start from the beginning and get your full story. So tell us how you got started in this industry. Well, boy. Okay, I started when dirt was fresh a long time ago. I started driving trucks in the military, 1976 through 79 in the Army. Then I did four years in the Air Force. I was out in 84, but before I was out, I had so much leave built up that I took three months early, and I actually started driving truck in 1984. So it's been a little over 35, what is it, 35, almost 36 years, November. Yeah, that's a long, long time. time. A lot of miles, a lot of miles, yeah. yeah. A lot of miles. So how did you start out? Uh, did you yeah. start out as a company driver? Did you start out doing a day cab or a sleeper? I worked for a fellow that had a really nice old truck, and I went in and talked to him about driving, and he had a nice old 52 Kenworth. It was really pretty. And he said, you were Air Force. I said, yeah, I just got out. Oh, I'm still in, actually, and looking to do some work. He said, well, if you can drive, I'm looking for a driver. I got in the seat, took off. We went down toward Los Angeles, and he crawled back in the bunk and went to bed. And he said, I've never slept behind anybody before, but you're a good driver. He said, you're hired. So I went to work with him, and then I worked to work for the broker that we were pulling for. I drove for that guy for about seven or eight years and logged over a million miles, which was a pretty good time over the years. I've now logged over four million miles now, and I actually bought my own truck. My first one was in 95, and I bought my second truck in November 98, which I'm still driving today. This one here has 2.5 million miles on it right now, and I've always enjoyed driving, and to have a nice Kenworth out here is pretty cool. I've been doing this for over 20 years, Howard. I've spoken with a lot of drivers who have driven millions of miles, but not driven a single truck for that distance. Man, so what year did you say that was? I bought this in November of 98. And going back for me, I got into the industry in June of 98. So it spans the wow. entire time that I've been involved with the trucking industry, not just a point of reference, but 2.5 million miles. How have you been able to maintain that vehicle to run well? There's so many different things you can do. And as you know, drivers, we've listened to XM radio for a lot of years, tried to listen to good country stations or whatever we listened to. Well, there was a radio station, Dave Nemo, and then there was Bill Mack and all the stuff there. And the different items they would advertise, I'd try them. Well, I tried a little product called Gulf Coast Filters, which I was really proud of. And I still have that on today. It cleans the oil. It's like having an oil refinery on my truck. So at 1.45 million, I had a valve spring break. 
dropped it right on top of the piston, my valve onto the piston, which broke the piston, which broke everything and rear end and all. So that was a big rebuild. So since that point, I have not rebuilt it since, but I'm keep that filtration system on and do that. And speaking of these different radio stations, this is how I actually met Dr. John with St. Christopher's. And he actually was going to set up a program back then and had not done it. So long story short, I was over at his place over in Knoxville, Tennessee. He had a little building set up there next to the truck stop. And I was inside there helping him hang up cabinets. And he was talking about this. I said, well, you know, I'll tell you what, here's my first donation. And I was into music back then, doing pretty good, trying to. And I said, well, here's my first batch of CDs. You can have them. That was how a lot of this started, from the radio to meeting the drivers to doing these things. It just kept me going. And trucking out here, it's just kind of hard to believe that this length of time I've actually been out here. You look back at it, you say, wow, been that long? Yeah, that was back when Dr. John had the PDMD locations, the fuel stops. Yeah, you've been around since the very beginning of St. Christopher. I I was, yeah, I was. That's pretty cool. Howard, when you first heard of the mission that Dr. John was putting together, what impressed you about that? Well, I thought that was a great idea. He was out there hanging cabinets up in his office trying to help him out. And I said, wow, that's a cool idea, you know. I think that could work. He was just talking about it. I said, wow, I think that's pretty awesome. There's programs out there to help a lot of folks. But this was specifically set up for the truck drivers and the families. And I believed that this was going to work. I thought this had a good potential. I didn't expect it to get this big. But my gosh, it was a great program thought at first. And it bloomed into something really good. It's been a great organization from the very beginning. And John worked with Dave Nemo and Michael Burns to get this thing started. And they've had such great support from the very beginning because there is so little out there for drivers. And so John working with the drivers and Dave and talking to the drivers all the time, they could see that there was a need and they were willing to jump in and talk to people and get that need filled. So it's been a blessing all the way around. And it's great that we have been able to grow as much as we have Mm -hmm. to be able to help many drivers. And so we always want to expand and do more, but that's where it all started. Gosh, it's been a long time and we've come a long way. So I'm sure it's interesting for you to see it from where you were hanging cabinets with Dr. John to where we are now. (laughs) We can all scratch our head and say, it's been that long. The whole thing about this is the drivers, every one of them I've met, and these radio stations were very special to all of us because they would advertise something and the drivers would back it up. There was no questions of, well, I don't know if I want to or not. It was always, yeah, hey, how can I help? And the drivers out here, we gave everything to everybody. It wasn't even a question. And I never in my life, I don't ask for anything from anybody. I've always given out. Well, I tell you what, didn't expect it to happen, but when it happened to my family, St. Christopher's was there. I got to be very thankful for that. And as you bring that up, when you were hanging those cabinets and working with Dr. John very early, supporting the mission, I'm sure you might have thought, well, maybe I might need that at some point, but in the way that you've needed it and in what has happened in your life, I'm sure you couldn't have imagined that at all was the worst case tragedy in my family. I've gone through a lot of tough times. I've been off the road due to a ruptured appendix and stuff like that. I don't ask anybody. I just do what I have to do. Get better. Sure, I've taken a month off trying to recover, but that's just what I did back then. But to this extent, I had a lot of friends tell me, you got to call Dr. Johnson. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. They said, man, you've given all the time the guys keep telling me. I said, well, that's beside the point. And I always give, so what? And they said, no, it's your turn. I said, no, I can't do that. Well, got to the point where my buddy told me either I was going to call 
or he will. And I said, okay, okay. Uh, so I, I made a phone call and St. Christopher's did not hesitate. They jumped right on it for me. But I thank St. Christopher's for helping out. I really do. It's so easy to be on the giving end for any of us. Oh, you yeah. know, being on the receiving end is a whole lot harder. But as much of a blessing as it is to give, to help someone else, it's also a blessing to be able to receive because people want to step in and help you just like you've wanted to step in and help other people. We're glad that you reached out and we were able to step in and help. I say this all the time. We always wish that we could do even more than what we can do. We do more now than we did five years ago. We do more now than we did 10 years ago. And so we are able to grow with the support that we have. But we do want to share why you are the face of this campaign. And that has to do with your sweet boy, Liam. He's four years old. Tell us about Liam just from the beginning. What was it like from the beginning, just the kind of little boy he was and to where we are now? What has happened? Share with us the whole story. Well, I'm glad I pulled over at the truck stop here so I could talk. Kind of was getting choked up a little bit for a minute. But Liam was born in 2015. He was my great nephew. We've had him since birth. He's a smart little boy. Loved riding in my truck all the time. You know, always wiping down my truck, helping me clean it up, wanting to use the wrench and take things apart. And I always swore he was going to work at a tire dealership over in town because every car I bought him, he always took tires off. And that's the first thing he did, took the tires off. The tire company got, got a laugh out of that. Anyhow, on January 4th of this year of 2020, I got home from a load and my wife says, Liam's not acting right, a little off balance. He might have an earache or an ear infection or something. He's, he's a little wobbly and he's not using his left hand, which he was dominantly left-handed. Well, I said, let's go to the doctor. Let's go take a look. And we went to the ER in Redding, California. About an hour later, they were rushing him on life flight with my wife down to Sacramento. And I followed behind him. I sent my truck, grabbed as much stuff as I could from the house and just took off. I had to make a delivery just down south there a little bit a couple of days later. Started going down the road. My wife called and said, Liam has a brain tumor. And that's what our world crashed. It's hard to talk. Anyhow, a few weeks later, we found the diagnosis to be the worst nightmare of anyone, of any child. It's a brain tumor called DIPG. It's at the base of your brain stem up there. It's in the pons area, which controls your heart, your breathing, your blinking, your swallowing. Every bit of motion you do is controlled right there in the brain center, in the brain box. That spot had a tumor in it. We immediately went on steroids and was offered a treatment in San Francisco, which we started in February. Now, we weren't home. We lived first off at the Ronald McDonald House, and that's where my friends kept telling me to call Dr. John, call Dr. John. So we did. We finally finished our radiation treatments March 17th. And do you realize how hard it is to hold your child and carry them in and lay them on a radiation table with them screaming? It's pretty tough to witness that. This is my best friend, my little boy. To have, to have to apologize, Howard. It's a hard situation oh, and one that no parent wants to have to go through. No, no, no. This is a nightmare. Anyhow, but to lay them on the radiation table... One day he actually walked in there. He was finally taking it. I couldn't believe he was so strong to do that. Anyhow, we were hoping that the radiation and the chemotherapy would work. But about a month ago, we found out the tumors has grown more. The uh, chemotherapy did not work. The DIPG is, if you look on a list of cancers that can be cured or fixed or, or removed, DIPG is the very bottom of the list. Life expectancy is six months to a year after diagnosis. There's a rare exception that some could live a year or two, 
but so far there's not been survivors that they've told us. So we are now on a second chemotherapy trial that may have some promise, and we can't give up on them, but I'm not going to force them to be in pain. There's no way I will do that. There's got to be a mercy somewhere. But right now, all he wants to do is play Legos and play with Daddy. And that's all we do. We play Legos and cars. And that's what we do. That's my life now. Right now, times have got a little bit tougher again, and I had to take a quick little load here. This is my first load in nine months that I'm on right now. I want to thank all the drivers for their prayers and the cards we get. Everybody's so precious to us. And like again, thank you to everybody for that little bit you do is a lot you've done. That little bit is more than, than you'll ever know. Every minute with him is super special. And I know it's hard for you to even be on this load doing what you need to do. And you're being strong and he's being strong and your wife is being strong for a couple of days to get you out there and back home. Yeah. So when you get back home, you're going to get to play Legos and trucks with that little boy. And it's going to be a very special time. Yeah. And I, I know you're savoring every minute with him. I got in my truck and I took off as I hit the exit to hit the freeway. I was already in tears and my son was calling and he was crying and daddy come home. I said, oh man, why am I even doing this? I just, I don't want to be, you know, a clear headed truck driver is nice to be around, but one that's sitting here with a little distress, mind you, like I said, I had to pull over just to talk with you here. I wasn't going to be on the road thinking about my son as much as I am right now and try to drive. This is a terror this is a torture. This is PTSD. This is all wrapped in one right now. What we're living here, PTSD might be, the VA is telling me that PTSD is the event that has happened. Well, I'm still living it every day. And the VA has been just trying to talk to me. And that's all I can do right now, just try to talk it out. I have to move on. I have to take care of my son. I have to take care of my family. And I have a lot of friends out here that keep in communication with me. And you guys are always calling us. And we, we greatly appreciate it. So it's not like you've dropped the ball in this one-time event. St. Christopher's cares. They call me. And how's Liam? I keep trying to keep you guys up on it. I greatly appreciate that. And thank you. Those pictures mean a lot to us, too. Howard, as you talk about this, I am so moved as a father, as a parent of two children. I've been lucky that I hadn't had to face that. I had a friend who lost a teenage daughter to a geoblastoma, and you read their blog. I can empathize with you from a lot of different directions, but I'm not walking in your shoes. I have to, first of all, thank you so much for sharing what you have so far with us here. It's a very powerful testimony to you as a person, to you as a father, to St. Christopher's as an organization. And I want to compliment you on your strength because you are standing up for your son, for your family. You're keeping it rolling, even in these difficult times. And what I wanted to ask you about was that I know from Shannon, she told me that you came to St. Christopher's and said, we want to be the face of the Champion of Change promotion that Travel Centers of America is putting together. In this difficult time, you are still giving back. So can you talk to us about that? St. Christopher's contacted and said, would you like to? And I said, yes, I will be honored to help out. I know that there's been a lot of help from people. It's just what they call payback. It comes around. Somebody does something nice for you, you got to return the favor. I would at least have my son's picture out there for everybody to see how special a little boy is. Sorry, it's hard. I was honored to do this, and I couldn't wait to help out. St. Christopher's has been generous with us. 
the second the program actually hit a few days ago, I took my son to our local TA, and it was just fantastic. We had the TV media out there, did a little story on us. A young Redding boy with terminal cancer is literally the poster boy for a nonprofit at truck stops across the country. His father is a trucker. Four-year-old Liam Salmon was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor in January. His father Howard brought him to see the flyers at the TA truck stop off Knighton Road, one of the truck stops to feature the poster across the country. Would you like to donate to this organization? This man can stay home and take care of his terminally ill son. They promote giving change to the St. Christopher Fund, a nonprofit that helps truckers who hit hard times, like Howard, who hasn't worked while he's been home with Liam. And immediately they stepped up and helped us out with two house payments, which uh, in, in, in January was uh, looking like uh, we didn't know what, which way to go. Now he wants to help the organization that has helped him by letting them feature Liam in this year's fundraiser. I didn't hesitate. I said, yeah, they've helped us and I want to help them. TA Truck Stops do this for a couple of months every year, but it's never been someone local. Never have a face or really a, meet anybody that um, that is a poster person or you know that you can put a say you've met. It's it's very nice to to know that we can help someone and they are local. And it was a pleasure for all of us to spend a little time with Liam. There you are, your picture and your dad right there. You know, what yeah. do you think about that? Good. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You're going to be like all over everywhere. People are going to see your picture. Yeah. Being able to be the poster boy of a very nice organization to help out, that right there, it's all worth it right there. He's special, and he's given his love for others to continue on. And that's what I thank you guys for allowing us to be a part of this, and I'll do it again. Well, you all are a very special family, and he's a very special little boy, and we know this is a difficult story and situation to share. Yeah, it is. It means a lot to us that you would be willing to share him, not just with us, but with the world, with the whole industry, and with your local community as well. So that means a whole lot to us. We just want to wrap you guys up and make everything better for you. We're going to walk through it with you. You know, people say, oh, a grown man shouldn't cry. Well love of a dad will i can tell you that and i've got a million tears i've already shed in a short time i can tell you this has been a, been a sleepless night every night now he sleeps with me in my arm i cuddle up with him and he can't sleep if i'm not with him i missed him last night i didn't like that i couldn't sleep in the truck i'll tell you what the love of a dad i can tell you is you just love your children please just love your children there's nothing nothing better than loving your children loving your family just keep it up don't turn your back on it that's what i've got to try to tell people don't turn your back on a beautiful opportunity don't do it howard as you look at it what st christopher is able to do as an organization they're focused on families and so yeah, yeah they are you are able to have that time a time that is so precious with liam and it's comforting to him it's comforting to you it's comforting to your wife to think about things go full circle like you said you were in knoxville talking to dr john never thinking that you would need saint christopher's in this way and you've been able to do this this has been something that nobody ever wants to go through to have support around you is so important so vital it brings an extra special meaning to that time that you're able to spend with him 
Sure, that's exactly right. It's kind of also kind of strange. You were talking about my music earlier. I look at one of my songs here called Destruction Made of Gold. And I tell you what, that's now living the dream of that. That song is actually like my life. My songs I've written and performed, they're about my life. Right now, that song right there kind of brings a little bit right here on me. I never expected to live that song now about my little boy growing like a weed. He needs a bigger piece of pie. And it's the way it is. The house needs painting. The washer needs fixing. These bills will hang us out to dry with a little bit of luck. And this old truck someday, I'll kiss the mortgage goodbye. This one here was a gift from a buddy of mine who was a truck driver. He's soon since passed. He said, you know, I'm a truck driver too. You know, I'm, I got some songs. I had just written a song called Soldiers and Truckers at the time. This guy's name is Al Workers Jr. He had this one song. He said, well, if you call me, I'll be happy to share it with you. He figured I wouldn't call him. I said, I was curious. I had to hear what he had. And he played it for me. And I says, you mind if I record that? He says, you would? I says, absolutely. He had some good words. And I said, I got to have that song. So he gave it to me, but never expected I'd live that song. Other songs that I have written, I've lived. I love sharing it with the drivers. I love sharing it with people. I love the music that I've done. I love to share it with people. I know a lot of my friends out here are wondering, whatever happened to Howard? Well, here I am. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Just got to kind of keep going. That's the passion. That's the love I have of music. I've tried to share it with Liam a bit, watching him bang on drums. It's fun to watch that. Pick up the guitar or play mine. Just grabbing the strings and trying to pull them. You know, it's Mm -hmm. whatever. Just have fun. Watch a child try to learn and try to pick up what daddy does. That's cool. That is so cool. I love it. up to if I turn and walk away and who would they rely on if I look the other way it's important that I teach them and to help them on their way cause who would they look up to if I turn and walk away take the time to listen what they have to say Cause the days just go so fast And might just slip away When they stop to ask me questions And I just send them away They'll find another answer They might drift away Who would they look up to If I turn and walk away And who would they rely on If I look the other way It's important that I teach them And to help them on their way Cause who would they look up to If I turn and walk away with you 
listen to what they say. back on the SCF Highway to Hope podcast on the Podwheels Network. And Shannon, we just heard an original song from Howard Salmon entitled, Who Would They Look Up To? Talking About Children. People that are musicians and songwriters just have a special place. You typically write about things that you're living through or things that you know, but we know how music affects all of us. Music gets us through so much in our lives in general. So if you all haven't ever looked up Howard Salmon's music, now's the time to to go take a listen to that because there's some good songs out there. I'm sure some of them are getting you through what you're going through now. Howard, are you on Amazon, iTunes, or are you just on CD? I once signed by Cashbox Records a long time ago. Wow, that's one of the famous names, yeah? Well, well, I kind of had a bad experience. They put me out, and yeah, I got one small little BMI row. If you check one of my songs called Wishy Washy Woman, it played on the East Coast there for a while. That being said, everyone kept saying, yeah, I'm downloading these songs on the sites. I said, well, that's just wonderful. They took it. Every one of the, everything I ever earned from that, sorry to say, they took every nickel I ever earned. I had nearly 3,000 CDs, and most of them I just gave away. I think I might have made it 200 bucks, <laughs> 300 well, bucks if I'm lucky. I think most of them I just gave away. I like sharing it with everybody. All three of us have been around this industry for a long time. We know that it can be a tough business, but you want to find something that's even tougher than trucking. Music is a brutal business. <laughs> you know, I tell you what, I'd be honored if there's a few musicians out there, a duet musician, a guy and a gal. Now, here it is for the taking, folks. Please, if you guys are good singers, wishy-washy woman. I'd love to get that out again. <laughs> Someone needs to redo that song. That's one of my favorite songs I wrote. I wrote that for a girlfriend years ago. It actually <laughs> did pretty good. Anyhow, I mean, you guys are welcome to listen to the music. I have a lot of music out there on YouTube. I do have it. I was on CD Baby at one time. I might still be out there. There was on download. So, you know, people yeah. can have it. I, I don't need it. Just take it. Howard, we appreciate you taking time to be with us today. I know it's not an easy story to share, an easy thing to talk about, but you are a strong man. You and your wife, you're a strong family, and you've got a strong little boy who's fighting hard, and we are praying for him, and thoughts are with you all. We're going to walk with you to the end of the journey, however long that is. and We're going to keep it going. We're going to keep that journey going. You know, it's easy for me to talk about fun things like music and trucking and all this stuff, but when it gets to the emotional part, like I said, I'm sorry I choke up a little bit, but that's to be expected, and I greatly appreciate you guys, and thank you for spending the time with me today. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I would be happy to do it again for you. Well, we sure appreciate it. You all are very special to us as well, and so we're here when you need us. You know how to reach me, and you know how to reach our team. Thank you for spending some time with us today, and be careful on that load you're on, and uh, get back home safely. Sure, Greg, Shannon, thank you very much for your time. and It's been a pleasure talking with you. God bless you, and God bless your son and your family, and praying for you guys every day and every way. 
Once again, thank you for listening to Highway to Hope on the Podwheels Network. The Highway to Hope is the official podcast of the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. The St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund is a charity that helps over the road and regional truck drivers and their families when an illness or injury occurring within the last year has caused them to be out of work. SCF is also working to provide programs, including health and wellness initiatives that are designed to benefit professional drivers and the trucking industry. If you are a professional truck driver or a family member of a driver who's in need of assistance following an illness or injury, please visit the organization's website at truckersfund.org. That's truckersfund.org. Over its history, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund has raised more than $3 million through the generous support of donations by corporate sponsors, groups, and countless individuals who are part of the trucking community at large. The need for assistance for professional drivers and their families has never been greater. SCF is continually working to grow its donor base, and you might be able to help in the effort to pay it forward through SCF. If you are interested in becoming a supporter of the work done by SCF, please visit truckersfund.org and click on the Donate button. Visit truckersfund.org and consider making a donation today. We'll have more new episodes of The Highway to Hope coming your way in the near future. The Podwheels Network is proud to produce The Highway to Hope podcast in collaboration with the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund. We'd like to hear from you, our listeners. Please send your questions, your comments, and your ideas for what you'd like to hear on the podcast to the following email address, info at podwheelsnetwork.com. That's info at podwheelsnetwork.com. The Podwheels Network would like to thank you for connecting with us today. You can stay up to date on the latest from the Podwheels Network by downloading the Podwheels app. It's available in the Apple Store and on Google Play. Just search Podwheels in either store and download the app. As we close out this edition of the Highway to Hope podcast, the St. Christopher Truckers Relief Fund and the Podwheels Network send our best for your continued safe travels on our nation's highways. And especially these days, as we face the COVID-19 global pandemic, remember taking good care of your health is one of the key components to staying safe on the road and staying safe at home. So with every mile you drive and during your time at home, let's stay safe and healthy out there.